Those of you who have been following my podcast will know that uh, some weeks ago I posted an episode called Life at Life's End where I described uh, visiting one of my close relatives who found out that she is, is dying from cancer. So I do have an update and basically she is at death's door. Um, now, I don't know if you call it the pleasure, but I, I did have the opportunity to sit down with her in her hospital room for about an hour and a half. And yeah, it was a very, uh, a very silent, very somber hour and a half. Um, yeah. Like just sitting there and watching her trying to breathe is, is, is quite confronting. So she's currently hooked up to oxygen. Um, she's on pain medication. She's on medication to try and make her breathing easier. But yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah. So while I was there, she, she drifted in and out of consciousness. Um, there were times when like she would try to talk, but the words just weren't coming out. Uh, sometimes the words would come out and they'd be unintelligible. And that there are times when, when you, you call a name and she didn't respond. And then sometimes you call a name and she does respond. And it is, it is quite confronting. It's, uh, yeah, that's all I can really say. So, um, yeah, her, her body temperature is dropping. Her breathing is becoming more labored. Um, her bones are really brittle. Um, she's lost a lot of weight. And yeah, all I can say is that, yeah. So anyway, um, the thing that I am most thankful for is that probably in the last maybe five, ten minutes of, of the time that I was there before I had to leave was that she did actually start responding to questions and statements. And, uh, and so I took the opportunity to tell her that I love her. I took the opportunity to tell her that, you know, the rest of my family loves her, that, you know, she will be missed, you know, that's goodbye. Um, yeah, so it was basically yesterday was a was a goodbye trip and unfortunately because of covid restrictions i mean only one person was allowed in in the in the room and so that unfortunate was was it was only only me and yeah so total total love to totally yeah, thank you for all, all she's done for me in my life um, how she was there for me when other people weren't and that and she's done well to 
live to a you know to a fairly advanced age despite all the setbacks that she's had in her life so yeah I, I said I literally said goodbye to her I hugged her and then I then I walked out the room uh, I walked out the room and then I <laughs> cried a whole lot more as well um it's about about to do now so um yeah so but I do I, I can see why spirituality is so appealing it's um yeah like having a a spirit like i suppose a spirituality does give you some sort of hope in in death and maybe this is where look i'm going to be i'm always honest um up front I should say where you know the atheistic godless naturalistic view of the world um, yeah I won't say falls short but it isn't isn't as appealing um, you know when when a loved one is at death's door um, yeah look I, I was reminded of it yeah. You know, when I was sitting next to my dying auntie in a hospital room, you know, there was, there was a part of me that wanted to revert back to my my Christian days and pray for her and, you know, pray for God to do a miracle and to, to help her and and all that. And I realised that yeah, as a... As, you know, as someone who doesn't believe in, in gods and, you know, supernatural entities and, and all that, you know, obviously that option was, uh, wasn't, well, it was available, but though it wouldn't have been much, much rational sense. But yeah, I do kind of see where religion's big, uh, selling point is, is that, well, you know, hey, you know, with, with the promise of eternal life, you know, you could, you know, you can look at your loved ones die and have this thing in your heart that they are going to go to a better place and, you know, see their loved ones and you'll see their loved ones and and your loved ones and all that once once you pass on. Um, and so, yeah, so just from a, a natural, from my atheistic perspective, I can see, you know, the... The benefit in 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 having a, a spiritual belief, um, and that led me to to the other thing. And look, some of you hearing this may be quite shocked that I'm saying it, but you know how you know, like if we are just a bunch of chemicals put together. You know, where, where does this, where does this yearning for, um, you know, wanting a, a better life after we die for our loved ones and for ourselves come from? You know, if we just boil everything down to atoms and molecular bonds and neurochemistry, you know, like on, on the face of it, I freely admit that I can't, 
you know, I can't comprehend how, you know, the human aspect of, you know, longing and, and loss and grief, you know, I, you know, I don't quite understand how, um, basic natural philosophy accounts for it. But then that leads me to the next trap is that maybe all these, uh, arguments that they're, you know, something about the human soul and human intelligence and human endeavor and the human spirit. But unfortunately, it really does come down to, to a philosophy. And that's, and this is something that, you know, I've said a few times is that you know, philosophy is Christianity's best best weapon. Well, I should say weapon, but you know, best is is philosophy is Christianity's best best foot forward. Um, yeah, and as I've just just been thinking about it, and it's like, well, you know, I do believe that humans are the product of of natural processes, and our brains are the product of natural processes, and so just on the face of it. You know, I certainly haven't uh, deconverted from atheism, but just on the face of it, you know, the uh, and to, to quote a to quote a line from Charles Darwin, you know, I freely confess it is absurd in the highest degree that you know chemicals put together and things firing firing in our brain creates you know, loss and grief and longing and desire and all, all, the, all these other things. You know, it is a... Uh, yeah, it is, it is a bit weird, but... So anyway, from, from here on in, um, yeah, like, my auntie is basically waiting to die. There is, there is no qual- quality of life. She is lying there, struggling to breathe. Um, you know, she's barely eating, she's barely drinking, she's barely interacting. And, you know, I think in, in cases like this, you know, people should have the right to determine when their, when their life ends. You know, th- then again, you know, the fact that you are, Basically, lying there, unable to interact, it's very hard for you to give the uh, give the okay to something that will end your life. It's a yeah, I know the the euthanasia debate is quite um quite an interesting one. Um, and where I live in Victoria, uh, euthanasia is permitted, but there is, there are a few hoops to go through. And I have a feeling that they've designed it that way so that you can't just you know, call a doctor and say, "Hey, I want to I want to be euthanized." You know, you've got to go through multiple doctors. I think I think you have to go through a panel as well. Um, but yeah, just like seeing a loved one in that basically vegetative state, where you're semi-conscious, semi-delirious, hallucin hallucin hallucinatory state. Um, makes you wonder, but yeah. Anyway, um, and yeah, now, and basically I'm just waiting for a phone call from my cousin to say, you know, she's, she's left this mortal coil, which, um, yeah. 
it is sad, but you know, I've I have said my my goodbyes. I've said I've given her my hug. She knows I love her. Um, she so she responded when I told her I loved her, and that's um yeah, that's something I won't forget. Anyway, um, for those of you for those of you with loved ones, hug your loved ones extra tight. Um, for those of you who you know who don't have loved ones and just have friends, you know, cherish your friends, cherish, cherish those moments, cherish you know, your time with your, with those you know, who you cherish. Anyway, um, yeah, so guys, if you hear this and, you know, I come across online as someone who's disinterested and lethargic, then, yes, yeah, because I'm, you know, fighting all these emotions that have welled up and, erupted and come to the forefront and it sucks anyway guys thank you for your support i appreciate your friendship i appreciate the debates i appreciate you know um the interactions that i have with you and uh yeah i love you all Thank you for listening to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. Have a great day. Have a great week. See you next time.